This is Miller's Edge on Tide The Miller's Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is The Miller's Edge. right here on the Tide 100.9. We're the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Corey Miller, Pastor Payne, with you. Hope you've had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. It's been a little uh, chilly. Maybe you got a little sunshine. I know we had a little break through the clouds here in Columbia, South Carolina, but uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Very, very good sports weekend. Uh, this uh, past weekend, the Gamecocks. Tell you what, South Carolina, I got to shout my school out. Had a great weekend when it comes to basketball. The men's basketball team, very nice. Big-time wins over Kentucky. Uh, everybody thought they would have a last against Missouri. They get a win over the Tigers at home. Uh, so 2-0 this week for the Gamecock men's basketball team. Lamont Paris doing a wonderful job. And then how about the GOAT? Dawn Staley go down. Speaking of Tigers, to LSU and do her thing. Got behind, struggled in the first half, but made adjustments uh, she came out in her basketball team in the second half. Very nice getting a win, 76-70 over LSU. And then they get home on yesterday, which I was torn because the game was at 3 o'clock. You know what happened at 3 o'clock? It was NFC, ASC Championship Weekend, Coastal to ASC. So, of course, I had two TVs going. The Gamecock women's basketball team on one, the AFC Championship game on the other, and the Gamecocks getting a nice win over them. Commodores of Vanderbilt at home. So uh, they go 4 and 0 of the two programs at South Carolina. So just shout out to my Gamecocks and all the good people there in South Carolina that's listening. Uh, the Alabama, they can't say nothing crazy about the men's basketball team, Nate Oldham's, uh, Nate Oates, excuse me, and the boys getting it done uh, over LSU the other night. I know Christian, I think Christian was at the game. We'll talk to him about that yep. in just a moment. They had a big win over Auburn. Auburn, on the other hand, they lost. So they, they offer. For the week, so we got a lot to get into. AFC, NFC, grown man football. We're going to talk about on this program today. Of course, we always talk Alabama football, SEC football, uh, transfer portal, wherever you want to go with that. So we'll do some things with that as well. 
So here's the drill. Christian Mills and Tuscaloosa in the studio, along with Justin Jones. Haven't had to do that. Got to get the voice right. Justin Jones is in-house on today. Plus, Noah will be there as well, uh, helping us get through the next couple of hours right here on the Tide 100.9, 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Again, we're sponsored by Good Friends at the Good Feet Store. Go check them out, Douglas and the good folks at Midtown Village. They will take so, so good care of you. Uh, and they make sure your knee pain, your hip pain, your back pain, all of that stuff subsides based on what they can do for you. It's try before you buy. We're sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store. Two feet, though, at a time. Christian, happy Monday. What's going on? Yeah, I, um, yeah, I did go to that Alabama-LSU game, and it, it was fun. It was uh, another good atmosphere. I know I was talking about the Auburn game. And how exciting that was. But the LSU one, man, I'll be honest, I was kind of, I wouldn't say I was shocked. Actually, I was kind of shocked just because, you know, you know, Auburn, you know, everybody's going to show up and show out for that one for sure. But um, nonetheless, man, they did it again. I, you know, there's a sign that said the tickets were sold out uh, at the front. And, you know, nice. yeah. And being in there, I mean, the atmosphere was great again. Another big time win. Um, so this team is playing some really good basketball right now. And uh, they're finally starting to, I wouldn't say necessarily, you know, live up to their potential. But, again, I know they started with some some of a very difficult early uh, schedule. But still, you know, they, they definitely have um, been playing some good basketball in SEC play. So, you know, besides the, the Tennessee game, you know, we just got to put that in the rear view right now. They, they've played some good basketball. But, um, nonetheless, man, Riley Griffin's still on fire from three. It, looks like, it seems like that guy can't miss. I probably shouldn't say that. I don't want to jinx him. But... <laughs> He has been uh, shooting lights out from three uh, the past couple games. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's always fun to have, you know, a nice basketball team. Because when I was here, I don't know if you remember, but when I was here, and no disrespect to uh, they weren't Coach good. Avery no, Johnson, no. <laughs> they just, no, they weren't, they weren't very good, good. And it just, it always, like, damn, I like man. Avery, though. So, uh, it's, it's fun to have, uh, you know, a solid basketball team. Love Coach Oates, love his energy. Now he got uh, the technical foul, and everybody was fired up. Um, so I just I love that passion and intensity from him. It's always fun to watch and, and fun to see his team compete uh, with a similar type of. It intensity. was just his voice, though. What do you mean? I'm like I, I just did not like Avery's voice. Well, you know, guys. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. I'm just saying, you know, when I was with the San Antonio Spurs, and you know, I'm like, bro, can you throw some bass in that voice? Yeah, it did kind of throw you off a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, so that that was cool. I had fun doing that. Um, I watched the the you know championship games, NFL championship games. You know, I I hear all these people talk about oh it's rigged, it's scripted, talking about Kansas City. You know, it's all set up for you know Pat Mahomes, Taylor Swift, all that, Travis Kelsey, all that that whole uh, you know circus. But I never I never buy into this crap, but I'm not gonna lie to you, man. There was there's some questionable things in that game where I was like, I, I, I truly felt there was a lot of missed calls. Um not saying it's rigged, but it may I'm I was kind of, you know, speculating. But I'd 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 rather look at it from X's and O's standpoint than just call it for what it is, man. The Ravens did not really come to play. Um definitely struggled. Their defense struggled and turnovers, you know, they're undisciplined. Right, just I mean they're they're way too emotional. I mean I guess I should say you know Zay Flowers at least right. The offensive line did not protect Lamar well. He didn't have a great game either. I don't that I, sound I, familiar. Right. <laughs> yeah, but he you know he he kept taking like two or three hitches and he wouldn't just he wasn't very decisive. 
You know, I thought he should have just took off and, and ran uh, a lot sooner than he was doing. And I get it. He was trying to wait for that open opportunity. It looked like they abandoned their run game. You know what I mean? Like, I just think overall, man, they just kind of had a – they did not play a great game. And it's unfortunate because I was really, you know, pulling for those guys. I like Pat Mahomes, but, you know, I, I feel like Lamar, you know, he had – him and the Ravens had a phenomenal season, and it kind of sucks to see them cut short. Um, not, not necessarily – you know you know what I mean. But I feel like they just kind of – I wouldn't say they wasted a, a great season, but they just kind of – you know what I mean. They kind of dropped the ball. And it was unfortunate, but you got to tip your hat to Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's just – he's a ball player, man. I mean, he he just is mm-hmm. – I, I, I mean, I'm seeing the tweets and the conversations now, and they're saying that I got, I'm a, some I'm a people – I'm with Jeff. I see you on – I see – welcome, by the way. Happy Monday to everybody right there on the YouTube channel. Some, some uh, people are – uh, yeah. some people are – They're uh, on me? What? They're on me. Because I predicted that uh, – not that game, but uh, I thought the Detroit Lions would beat up. And I was like, I was ready to come on here, bloviating and just shouting that 24 to 7. Well, they, they, they definitely dropped the ball. But but anyway, yeah, no, nah, I mean, a lot of people are even saying that they think Pat Mahomes is, they're, they're ready to put him above Tom Brady. I don't think I'm necessarily ready to do that. Well, just we're going to throw that question out there because that's, that's a great question. I've seen that yeah. since yesterday. And I think that's a good question to ask the fans. I do want to talk a lot about the NFL and the playoffs and then the upcoming Super Bowl. But, yeah, I'll, go ahead. I'll let you finish your point. No, like, no, no, you're good. I mean, that's stuff for you. Yeah, no, that was pretty much all I was just saying. I, I, I don't think I'm quite ready to say that just yet. I mean, obviously, he's on that trajectory, right? I mean, he's just him, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, man, is like three-headed monster, that trio. Unbelievable. And they just they know how to win football games, especially the big ones. But, um, I definitely was disappointed. I hate it for the Lions because you know you got you know several Bama guys. There. Obviously, you got Jameer Gibbs and um, uh, Jamo uh, uh, Williams, right? You got three. You got Jamo, no, you got, got Jameer Gibbs, you got Sean Deion Hamilton. Well, that's coach. I was about to say. But most importantly, you got my guy Sean Deion Hamilton, who's who's coaching Brian Brandt, with That's four. Oh yeah, Brian Brand for sure. But but I mean, but I, I hate it, you know, for all those guys. But I feel for for Sean Dion, man. I mean, he is gosh, man. Coaching right now, doing such a great job, and for all those guys, they, I mean, they really almost accomplished something really special. That would have been huge. Well, and then I, I, for them to just drop the ball, man, that that hurt. I'm not gonna lie, that hurt. But I'm happy for my I'm happy for my guy Christian McCaffrey though. He he, as much as he's gone through your former teammate, my former teammate, and, and as much as he's gone through in Carolina. <laughs> You know he put he he put his body on the line for that organization. I mean, and, and they they respected him, they appreciated him. But but I mean, he never really, I never felt like it was necessary. I mean, he just didn't have the teams that he deserved there in Carolina. Now he's on the team where they're 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 using him the right way, and he's in his paying dividends for him. He's got the right supporting cast around him. Happy for him at least. But anyway, I, I'll I'll let you kind of set the table for all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to text, but can you tell me who I can talk to there at Pond Studio? Whether it's uh, you got Noah, Jones. you got Noah right now. Uh, well, tell, Noah, team. I just said, hey Noah, happy Monday, Noah. Happy Monday talk to you. Talk me, Noah. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Hey, listen, I just sent. I didn't. I didn't know how to send it to you by message, but I sent it to the Tide X account. There's a. I want you to play something for me to set. A great conversation that we're going to have in this program. Up, if you can find a, a, a tag, the Tide 100.9 on X. So 
check that out. I want you to play that and let me know and just text me when you get it. But, you know, listen, it's the NFL. And I knew today every Monday morning quarterback was going to be all over two people. Lamar Jackson, and they were going to be over all over Dan Campbell, right? Because one, Lamar Jackson, this was his year. I, I really thought that this was Lamar Jackson's year. I mean, he's going to be the MVP. That would be number two in such a short story career. Um, but he didn't play his best football. But yet, I thought Tom Munkin, formerly the uh, office coordinator at Georgia, been First year, I believe, in Baltimore, for the most part, has been phenomenal this season. But I didn't think the play calling helped him. Number two, something I'm going to talk about, look at our first break, is the fact that what I've been saying about Jalen Miro became true in what we saw about Lamar Jackson. I've said this about Jalen Miro. Many of you that listen to the show since we were on the one-hour show. I've always said that when you have a dual-threat quarterback, and when they try so hard to prove to maybe themselves, maybe their teammates, to the world, most importantly, all the people on social media in that space, that they are a pocket quarterback, they do it to a fault. Yesterday, Lamar Jackson was just that. He wanted to be so much a pocket quarterback that he missed numerous opportunities to be over 100 yards rushing the football. We know how great of a runner he is. But when you just hang around there in the pocket waiting for somebody to get open to the fault that you get sacked and you make horrible decisions with the football, that's on you. And you deserve to be criticized. But my point with Jalen Miro and us, please don't become that. Because sometimes you have to take what the defense gives you. Yep. And they gave Lamar Jackson numerous opportunities to be a runner and make huge plays with the football. And he did not do it. I don't get that. But I've seen that numerous times, many times, I should say. And I'm praying that, that that does not happen to one Jalen Miro. Because they try so hard to prove the doubters, the naysayers, the length, if you will, wrong, that they become faulty. When we come back for this first break, I'm going to let you know how I really felt about Baltimore and Kansas City. I'm really disturbed, and I'm disturbed even still today. You're going to hear that. We're going to continue to break down these games. We're going to continue to talk about a lot of great stuff here on the show today because we're going to get to Alabama just hold tight. But this NFL stuff is very intriguing, especially what I got to say after this timeout. You're listening to Middle's Edge. We're going to tie 100.9, AM, WTBC. Corey Miller, Christian Miller, Noah's in the house. Justin Jones is in the house, and we're ready to rock and roll. It's just a warm-up. It's just a little appetizer. Here's a little bread for you. Throw your little butt on it. We'll be coming out with some apps. Then we're going to give you that main if you want to pay more, that's your business. If you want to save, that's our business. Tuscaloosa Hyundai, corner of Skyland and Hargrove, TuscaloosaHyundai.com. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, the high today 51, clear tonight with the low at 31. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the weather stays dry, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow 60, a bit cooler on Wednesday with a high at 54. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. It's Monday edition right here on Tide 100.9, 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Again, we are presented by the Good Feet Store, America's art sport experts. If you're in any type of pain, foot pain, knee pain, or back pain, you heard the man. Head on over to the Good Feet Store. They'll take great care of you. They'll help eliminate and alleviate that pain with those premium art sports. Check them out now. If you're not local, you can go to the Good Feet, well, goodfeet.com and schedule an appointment with the Good Feet Store. Again, that's Good Feet, improving the quality of people's lives, two feet at a time. We've been talking a lot of NFL, and we will get into some Alabama football, break down some of the latest yep. news, some of the things that are uh, happening around Tuscaloosa, because uh, there is some a lot of recruiting developments, things going on, still some some coaching things going on. We'll talk about that. But right now, we're talking about the NFL and the AFC, NFC Championship games. I, I, I like what you did there. You kind of uh, brought in that correlation between Lamar and a little bit right. of Jalen Milrow, them kind of suffering from the same, uh, what do you go, plague, right, of just almost... I'm not, not, I, I hate to say, like, being somebody they're not, but trying to force things, you know what I mean? Um, and not necessarily taking advantage of right. their skill set. Because um, that's what, that, uh, immediately when I was watching that, that's kind of what I had. I had that same thought or reaction that you did um, about Lamar just taking too many hitches, right? You know, two, three hitches and, and still not necessarily running. And now, again, I think his receivers weren't necessarily, you know, getting open. Sometimes, and then I will say though the only thing with him though, he, he, it seemed like his deep ball was a little off. He kept kind of overthrowing guys. It seemed like, um, but you can't on the sideline, Jimmy. Yeah, well, well I mean the deep yeah. balls. I mean just in general. I mean, I, yeah, I, he tried a couple, especially those last few drives. You know, OBJ was one. I think uh, 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 Aguilar was the other one that he missed. I mean, overshot them. That they had the guy beat though. You know, I think he was in press mode a little bit. Got a little bit anxious. Yeah. But you got to understand, too, Chris, the pressure that's on Lamar Jackson. I mean, everybody always talks about he's he's great, but can he win the big one, right? And we hear it from Dan Marino, about Dan Marino, his greatest quarterback to never, ever win a Super Bowl. Mm. Um, every, you know, the talk is out there. If he didn't beat Patrick Mahomes, they get Patrick Mahomes in Baltimore, one of the best home field advantage places that you can play, and they don't get it done. So I think he, I think he played a little bit tight. Mm-hmm. I think he got caught up in his own mind about throwing the football and what people, the perception of what people are seeing uh, in that playoff game. I mean, he still had decent numbers. He had the one uh, strip fumble. Uh, and he had a horrible, horrible interception. He threw it in the triple coverage despite the tight end. 
from Coastal Carolina. Yeah, who he, uh, for, he forced him. that one. That, he forced yeah, that one bad. That's the biggest mistake to me that he made. Other than that, I don't think he played that horrible. But what I mean, about somebody, what are your thoughts on them not running the ball? But that's my point, uh, and I and I and I'll get to that. But um, I think you know, as I was saying before, we went to break. The Jalen Miro, you mentioned the comparison. That's what happens. You remember, I've been saying this that these guys have been told that they can't read defenses, they can't scan the field, they can't, they don't have the brains upstairs. Just even recently, we've been talking about this a little bit. They get, they try so hard, almost to a fault, that the plays are there for them to. I mean, give you an example. Second game, look at Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. I mean, the dude had phenomenal runs in that game. That set them up to win it. He's not known as <laughs> yeah. the ultimate scrambler. He ain't known. He's he looked, not known he as. He looked like it. <laughs> he looked like it because he. It means making the quick decision when something is not there, taking what the defense gives you, and taking off and running the football. It's just as simple as that, right? Like you have to know. I don't care what they say, but if something there, if I got twenty-five yards, Lamar runs a four-four forty. Bro, run it. What are you doing? That's on him. But what about the right? run game, though? Is what I'm asking you. Like they, that's they, on Todd Monk. Right. That's what I'm saying. Why? Yeah. Why? To me, that didn't help him out either. You're not. You you put more pressure on him to throw the football when you. I, I mean, Makai in here uh, said they only ran the rock like six times. I don't know if that's a, the actual number, but well, still, the second half, second half. Yeah, I was about I think. Say, yeah but it wasn't much. It wasn't much, and that's on the, the, the play call. Right. And I don't get it. When you got three running backs, I mean, we didn't even see. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, who they just signed a running back? Cook, Dalvin Cook. We didn't even see him, I don't think. Maybe once. I don't think we've seen him at all, at least when I was watching. Um, so, I don't know. That's on him. I just, but, you know, I get mad, and I tweeted this out or X this out. I get sick and tired of former players who call or who are analysts. It's almost easy to play the blame game. It's easy for me to sit here and blame one individual, right? Right. Oh, if you did this, this on them. No, it isn't. It's a team game. It's an ult- ultimate team game. If anybody what blame, are you talking about? blame Zay Jones, if you or what's his name? The Zay Jones, <laughs> stupid. I mean, dude, you're losing. You make a big play. Oh, Zay Flowers, excuse your, me. Zay Flowers, excuse me. Just get your tail up. Like, that drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, you, you're self inflicted Listen here. Kansas City scores zero points, I don't think, in the second half. Maybe three. I mean, Baltimore lost this game because of their own self-inflicted wounds, period. Kansas City did not beat Baltimore. Baltimore beat themselves just by being stupid and dumb penalties and and just making mistakes. I mean, uh, the fumble, dude, just, you got a touchdown. You ain't got to, how many times have people have talked about don't try to stretch the football out? Then we've seen this happen numerous times. As a defender, we're taught to try to punch it out. So, listen, it made me so mad. I was so mad. I had a great service at church yesterday. Noah, do you got my little my little sound bite up? I got it ready. I had a great time at church yesterday. Great word. I mean, I go to church to get something. You know, a lot of people just go because they're supposed to go. Let's just be real about it. A lot of you probably go to church because it's <laughs> Sunday and mama told you you're supposed to go to church. But do you get something? I go to church to get something. Yesterday was a good word about prayer and what, how big prayer is. I've been a praying church. And so this is what I did when I got home because I had something I needed to pray about. Take it away, Noah. Oh, happy Sunday, everybody. Man, I went to church today with a beautiful sermon that was about prayer, a lot about how important 
prayers. I'm praying today. I don't know if the Lord really cares about football. But Lord, hear my prayer. I know you love me. I know you care about me. I love Andy Reid. I love Patrick Mahomes, what the Chiefs have done. But I'm pulling for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Please beat down the Chiefs in the name of the Lord. You know why? I cannot stand to see another moment to tell the truth. I'm not a Swifty. I kudos to her. I ain't hating on her. But she has taken over the NFL by dating Travis Kelsey. I can't stand seeing her in the box. I can't stand her brother, uh, Travis Kelsey's brother, shot in the piece. I can't stand seeing her around the golf course, get to the game with her stuff on. I cannot stand it. No more Taylor Swift. Let Taylor Swift in the NFL in today. Please come. Please, Lord. Hear my prayer. Hear my prayer, oh Lord. I know many other people believe it. Please. Well, it appears your prayer fell on deaf ears, huh? Well, you know, one <laughs> thing I learned in church yesterday, <laughs> one thing I learned in church about prayer is that God, there's three ways he can answer you. Yes, that wasn't it yesterday. Maybe that wasn't it yesterday. And then no. Yesterday was a note of my prayer. <laughs> we, we're going to see Taylor Swift. We're going to see her in the Super Bowl. And I know the NFL's getting ready to make buku amounts of money. And that makes me think all this stuff is all rigged. I hate, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. But man, Lord, listen, she's got a show in Tokyo, bro. She's going to be in the night, on, on a Saturday night singing or, or lip syncing, whatever she's doing, in front of thousands of fans in Tokyo, and she's already got her a private jet to bring her, what, 14 hours back from Tokyo to Las Vegas mm. for the Super Bowl. Lord, I know you heard my prayer. You just didn't answer. Or maybe it was what I said earlier. You just don't care about football. Maybe you don't care about Taylor Swift being shown in the booth every time Travis Kelsey making show. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But it is what it is. No Baltimore Ravens. Patrick Mahomes going for back-to-back. -back, and I think he's got a great chance to do just that. We'll continue this conversation. We got phone calls. 205-342-9904. That's the number. Please download that app, Tie 100.9. It's absolutely free. You can leave a question there as well. We got the best reader in all of the state of Alabama. That, that guy right there, Noah. I guess he's still using Johnson. He might change his name this week. Any change of name this week, Noah? Mm, I kind of like, uh, let's go Noah Rogers. <laughs> Noah Rogers will take and read <laughs> your questions, your comments, <laughs> your thoughts on tie 100.9. All right, we're going to hit a break. we come back. We're going to take some phone calls. We're going to hear from you, your thoughts about the NFC and the AFC championship games. Uh, did they go the way you expected, or are you like me? Were you praying with me? We'll take that. And don't forget about my good friends here. I got to tell you, I'm in Greenville, South Carolina, or Easley, South Carolina. RSH Decor. That's RSHDecor.com. And when you're talking about outdoor furniture for your home, for your vacation home, maybe you own a hotel, maybe you got, you need that. The spring is coming. It feels like it up here in South Carolina. You need that outdoor furniture. Well, they got it for you. They can. Do what you need to do. They can make it Alabama football. They can do it in the black and white plaid look. They can give you crimson. They can do it all kinds of ways. It's going in black. They got you covered. Very talented. RSHDecor.com. We'll be back in a moment.
in the running to win this Friday. $1,000. Just download the Bet You app right now in the App Store and sign up for an account for your shot at winning. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Are you ready for it? And welcome back to the Middle's Edge on a Monday. Hope you're doing well. Corey Miller, Christian Miller, Noah, Justin Jones. Oh, I forgot Noah's last name already. It's Rogers this week. Rogers. Are you related to Aaron Rogers? Uh, I'm, that, I'm trying to trying to sort of manifest it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> as, as long as he's not doing any darkness retreats or ayahuasca. Uh, yeah, that might work. <laughs> Let me turn the lights off. I mean, off one Rogers goes down, another rises. That's what they say. There you go. I mean, one rises up, you know. And, and even Travis Kelsey was uh, joking on Rogers after the game. He said, he said I, got a, I got my vaccine shot and still going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and he said, some people don't get vaccine shots and get hurt the fourth play, four play of the year for them or something crazy like he that. He actually said that. Down. Yeah, so I read on on X. That, man, that might have been made. Oh, that, somebody might have been making that. Better up. They mean, check my receipts. 205-342-9904. Let's go to the phone line. Speak with Biscuit Bruce. He lead us off here on a Monday. Welcome in, sir. <laughs> All right, guys. I just oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see Taylor on TV. Oh my God, he's gonna be on TV again. I know. Aren't you excited? <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, I can't wait for two weeks to come. I get you see her again on TV. 15 times near football. Oh, my God. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, God. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. So here is my analysis. And let me me make a comment on the prayer first of all, Pastor. Okay. So sometimes we pray and God wants to teach us patience and overcoming adversity. That's right. So I feel that I feel like that's where we are because you pretty much mm. had the same prayer I had. Now same I'm sure your your prayers get a lot further up than mine. So <laughs> you know I I don't expect mine to get real high sometimes, <laughs> but I do pray. So I'm sure yours reached the, yours reached the top. So it makes me feel good that he still said no. So, I'm about, I'm about, my my prayer might have tickled his ears, right? Might just got kind of got a little bit in God's ear. Yeah, yeah. Mine probably never got to his feet. So anyway, <laughs> but I still prayed it. So Amen. here's my analysis of what y'all were talking about: is the NFL, uh, for the lack of word, rigged? Okay. First of all, we got a let's see who coaches the Ravens. Oh, yeah, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. They see, his brother just had to leave college football because he was a cheater and go back to the pros. So, strike one. Okay, then you have multiple calls in that game that are obvious with officials staring at them that are never called. So, strike two. Then, what constitutes a safety is a man intercepting a ball in the end zone and he doesn't go down immediately. He comes running toward the goal line like he's going to try to run a touchdown, and the guy from behind him on the other side he didn't see tackles. That is a safety. That is the definition of a safety. He never slowed down until he was tackled. He was bringing that ball out of the end zone. Not one word was ever said about that. 
I, I don't I don't get it. And then they got this big boy. I, I don't even his number is thirty five. He's six foot five, weighs two hundred and sixty pounds, and nobody can stop him when he runs the football. And he ran him six times. Every time he ran the ball, he got six seven yards. I don't I don't I don't understand. I, I don't know. I've never played in the NFL, and uh, I never played college. But looking at the game, you have to you have to question sometimes. I, I don't get it. You know, they call certain things. They don't call certain things. Uh, I, the referees I don't know. Terrible, I just, by the, way. the referees, Mister the referees were horrible. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I thought the same thing too on in the interception. I thought the same thing because. He didn't go down. I mean, I've seen guys catch it and run with it, but like not knowing that they're not trying to get out the end zone. They just kind of run straight across, and then they fall the, fall down on their own, right? This guy yeah, got but actually watch tackled. Guy. Yeah, he got he, tackled. He tackled him two yards before he got out of there. Yeah, yeah, so I, I agree with you there. And I yeah. thought there could have been an interference call <coughs> excuse me, on that interception. There wasn't the guy hit the guy call. way too early. Right. They tackled the guy. What ended up? pushing him and tackling him before the ball. They said, well, I think the ball, the guy, the, what got me was the referee that they, they go to on the air said, well, the ball was already there. No, it wasn't. If you watch that play, that ball was five yards from getting to any of those those players. Yeah. Of course, I, I thought it was not a really good throw anyway because there was three of them and only one of us. But Yeah, then if you, if you look at, uh, I watched like that clip. Uh, matter of fact, I just saw it again. It almost looks like the ref the the judge that was in the end zone had his hand like on his flag like he was contemplating throwing it yeah and he just but then he just he froze he didn't do anything one hundred percent okay one other one other quick analysis I know y'all got plenty of calls and you ain't got all day spend on, on me but here's the thing okay we now have the Kansas City and the Forty Nine let's go back and say we have the Ravens and either one of the other teams right we're just for lack of We'll say the Ravens and the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to have – I'm just going to use numbers. We're going to have 20 million people watch the Super Bowl because it's the Ravens and the 49ers. Well, insert oh, Taylor Swift. Insert Kansas City <laughs> and Taylor Swift into the project. Now you've got 20 more pe- million people, idiot followers, that think she's some kind of god that worship her. 20 more million of her people – are going to watch the Super Bowl just to see her six times on the Super Bowl and hope that Kansas City wins and she comes down on the field and they interview her and, and Travis and maybe he'll get down on his knee and propose to her. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> so now you have doubled you have doubled your viewing capacity. How, oh, much, how many million? Uh, NFL, the NFL is loving this. I'm telling you right yeah. now. I mean, yeah, I don't think I, mean, I don't think I'm ready to say it's, I don't think I'm ready to say it's rigged, uh, Bruce. But I will say, like my dad just said, oh, they they are eating it up, and and they know what they're doing. I mean, they're bringing in so much more uh, viewership because of her. I mean, people yeah, that don't yeah. even watch football are, are, are tuning in just to see her. Look, people don't to do even, what these, these, just to these, see her. <laughs> these Taylor Swift followers don't know what a football is. They never even knew they played football. They never even knew there was a game of football until. Somebody heard, hey, uh, one of them guys that runs down there on the field with that little ball and catches it every now and then, he's dating Taylor Swift and she's in the box. Oh, well, we're going to watch. When do they play? What time? Oh, they play at 12 o'clock on Sunday. Oh, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to leave church early so I can get home and watch her. And you know, I mean, the camera people are so nasty. Like, 
Why you got the camera all on what they doing, a lip syncing? I mean, kissing. All. Like, yeah. I turned my TV off. I did. I, 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 like, I can't take all of that. I'm sick of I Taylor Swift. I'm absolutely I sick. I'm throw up sick of Taylor Swift. Mr. Roof, we appreciate 100%. you, my brother. Hey, Keep guys, praying, appreciate y'all. Keep that prayer line going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Show and calling, man. Yes, I'm sir. Still, yes, sir. Uh, still going to come get my hat, Chris. All right, just let me know when. I'll make sure I have it for you, Bruce. Keep that prayer line <laughs> right, going, Biscuit Bruce. All right, brother. <laughs> All right, let's go. 205-342-9904. Tommy in Romulus, Alabama is up next. Go ahead, Tommy. Hey, guys. How are you today? Doing well, yeah, Tommy. Monday, brother. It's Monday. Bruce kind of nailed it on the head. So the new spokesperson for the NFL is Taylor Swift. Wow. <laughs> That's what it seems I mean, like. You know, you know, yeah. you know what's crazy though. I, I, I will go as far as saying I honestly don't. I don't think she necessarily even wants the camera on her as much as it is. I don't even think it's her fault anymore. I'm sure she probably appreciated some of the exposure initially, but I wouldn't be shocked if she's sick and tired of it herself. Well, probably too. But you know, free publicity. You can't turn it down. No, no, she she's won't a, turn it down. But she was at. She's she, the hottest thing. In music right now, so she got to ride that horse to the finish line, like the Kentucky Derby. You start out the starting gate. You're not going to stop in midstream and like, well, I ran this far the Kentucky Derby. I'm happy. No, you want to win, and yeah, you know. So it'll be the year. Remember, there'll be people printing about if Kansas City win the Super Bowl. All the ninety percent of it, ten or fifteen percent, will show Taylor this. Taylor wearing the Santa Claus hat with 80-something on it and just a whole nine yards. And there'll be one page of his drunken brother showing his beer belly in Buffalo. I mean, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. It just, I thought Baltimore should run the ball more yesterday. I was shot. No and doubt. Kansas City gave over 200 yards to the Bill rushing, and they only rushed the ball 16 times. Like hey, Tommy, let me ask you this, especially the guys on YouTube. Is okay. Taylor Swift even like a pretty girl? Like, if she wasn't singing these songs and, you know, whatever, would she be the, the hot girl that, like, you'd be like, wow, she's hot? Because I don't think she's pretty. Ouch. Well, I think I mean, Taylor Swift is like a four. Oh, dang. A I four? mean, I would give her, I if mean, I was rating <laughs> looks, Taylor Swift is a four. Dang. I mean, do you think she's really that pretty? I'll give her, I'll give her a six. Yeah, at least a six. Four, four is, well, I'm, I'm four is worthless. Because she's an average woman with a beautiful singing voice. She got the ability, and that promote her up, I mean. I, I mean, her talent is, I mean, she's a singer. She, she's she's an actress, too, right? She's been in movies. Um, she's been in movies. Got, sure. Yeah, you got to get make her an actress, too. I mean, like, we know she's world-renowned. She's famous. But I mean, but she is not like people talk about like Beyonce or Janet Jackson or uh, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, yeah, J Lo. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift and you love me. She like she wears too much lipstick. And like out, out there on the field yesterday, I mean, she looked like you know, kind of like a doll. I mean, you know, like you try to fix her hair up. The Swifties are going to get our show canceled. No, you're going to get in trouble after what you said Friday. You're going to get in trouble. You don't make no more comment about Barbie, okay? We don't want to go down that road. You like to get in trouble with all the Barbie fans Friday. Oh, I'm sorry. Lord forgive yeah, me. Yeah. I'm just saying, 
I'll give her four to, four to six. Okay, I'll give her 5.5. 5, but, but anyway, but here's what's going to happen. I'm just, here's what's going to happen, folks. I'm going to warn you. Usher's doing the halftime, right? Bum, bum. That's uh, right, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then you know how this, the performer brings out a, a special guest? Like surprise guest? Yeah, surprise guest. Taylor and Swift? it's going to be Taylor Swift. No shot. And she's going to have a Chiefs jersey. She's going to have a number 87 jersey on. And there it is. And they're going to go crazy. And then everybody's going to get on the, the internet. And they're going to say this is the best thing since sliced bread. Watch what it takes. I hope that oh, doesn't yeah, happen. Because, uh, okay, his jersey was very popular, number 87. But since she had wore it, it have gone, if y'all look it up, y'all can probably prove me wrong, it's, gone, it's probably the number one selling jersey in the NFL over Mahomes or anybody because of Taylor Swift. Because she's going to bring 20 to 25 million Swifty, as Bruce said, to watch the football game. Well, let's see what Taylor... Way touchdown Kansas City. Ooh, let's see what Taylor's. I mean, you know, it's just going to go on. Nobody's going to, you know. I mean, we're going to have a fashion station for an NFL football game. I mean, is she wearing red lipstick or is she wearing passing purple? So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, who cares? Oh, man. Listen, this is what I'm going to do for Taylor. Noah, here's what we're going to do we're going to give Taylor today, like I do my good friend Darius Rucker. We gotta, we're going to give her some love by playing some Taylor Swift bumper music. Probably, I don't even know what it is. I mean, I'd rather it's not so I don't have to me. mute the stream because I don't want to lose our <laughs> copyright due to her. But well, you know, if you, he plays everybody else's music. It, it, all right, we'll just mute the stream. No, matter of fact, just do, when you play her music, just mute my mic so I can just talk to the stream and entertain them because they don't want to hear Taylor anyway. But you can play it on the well, radio. Lot, go for it. Tommy, a lot of people love Taylor Swift. And oh, she's going to yeah. listen. Tommy, she's taking a plane. She's she's performing. Get this. How many people that do you know that could be performing in Tokyo, Japan on a Saturday night and be at the Super Bowl on a Sunday night? Tell me, as they said in the old Baptist Church of Pazin, ain't God good? <laughs> well, it is. I mean, I don't laugh. I have a friend. Uh, she's the same age like I am. She, they pay big money to watch her pay-per-view or rerun. I mean, a rerun of it for her, her daughter, and her granddaughter. And I'm sitting there like I'm going outside and probably drown myself. But I mean, I, I never saw four women just going. We gotta go to break. I know. Tom, I know you. I know you're a closet Taylor Swift listener. We know. You're I know. I, I, I'm tying the break around my neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, All right, bro. Tommy, thank right. you for the phone call. We had a break. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Yes, sir. Have a good money. We're keeping a little, we're a little levity today. A little, little laughter. Ain't nothing really too serious happening. But the NFL is a joke right now. It's an absolute joke. That they let this one person didn't even play any kind of football. The actress, she's a singer, performer. She's taking over the world of the National Football League. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I don't care. Like, sure, one time, but five, six, seven times a game is overkill. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We got to hit a break. Come back, more of your phone calls. I see folks on hold, 205-342-9904. Corey. 
Christian, Noah, Justin Jones, and all of you on YouTube Extra. We'll be back in just a moment. Keep it locked. Stacy Perkins, Modern Woodmen of America, and Riverside Feed and Seed. When you're shot at thousands of dollars in cash and prizes with the Big Old Buck Hunting Contest. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, the high today 51, clear tonight with the low at 31. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the weather stays dry, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow 60, a bit cooler on Wednesday with a high at 54. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. A new love story We made it to the 30 And you did me dirty right then You put the end in tight end And as I touched down Just like you in a game I'm in I feel like I'm at the local uh, Irish pub And some just random woman With a piece of guitar I mean how many of these songs did she sell, Noah? Well, How this many? song, this is a... I was about to say, that's got to be AI. Yeah, so. it's someone, someone made it. They said it was a leaked Travis Kelsey breakup <laughs> song, but it's oh, wow. AI generated a song called Tight End about Travis well, Kelsey. Well, like Dr. Crystal said, if they, yeah. if they don't survive this relationship, they, they, that is going to be one hell of an album, breakup album, and it's going to be flooded. You with, know what she does to men. Right. She crushes them because they get tired of the fame and the cameras, and then they're like... Taylor really don't even look that good. And they see the other girl over here, the better-looking girl. I know she ain't got a billion dollars, but, like, there ain't nobody, like, you know. So then she writes songs about dudes that she broke up with that treated her bad, like Travis, uh, Travis not going to answer the phone no more. He, he going to be like, you know what? Because you saw the girl, the last girl he had on the field. Travis. Somebody, his, his ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend. Yeah, uh, but but do you remember how that? I don't know if you know how it went, but supposedly she was saying that he was cheap and he didn't buy her anything. I don't know, it was something crazy. It's very good looking. Well, you know girl, he ain't though. buying nothing with. He ain't buying nothing with Taylor Swift. No, he, he doesn't have to. Problem. But you, uh, it is you true, know what? True. And uh, this is the last thing, then we can talk about the other. Uh, we can talk about the NFC this game briefly, and then it has been crazy. But but only thing that is interesting though is Taylor doesn't even really seem his type. Like as you guys know, I mean Travis Kelsey, you know he's. He's an honor, honorary like member sisters. of exactly. He's an honorary he member like of the cookout. Girl. Yeah, his, his like ex girlfriend was. Um, he might be going up with Uncle Ray Ray and Boom Quisha. You know, he oh, over there. He had that see, cookout. Uh, <laughs> nah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> see, <laughs> look, uh, look. Well, that's no. why y'all know they don't, I'm they just don't, having they fun. Don't really, they don't really, they don't really match, right? <laughs> they don't really seem right, but. I don't Listen, know. Opposites attract. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, hey. I, I don't know. Uh, all, all I'm saying well, is I, I don't I don't I don't know how long this is going. I, I think I think once all the, the glitz and glam starts to fade and the excitement dies down, I I will be honest, man. I think we got an album coming up, uh all about Travis. No. But uh, but yeah, that, bre that breakup album gonna it's, she knows what oh, she's it's gonna, gonna sell. She's the it's definitely gonna sell. Because when she break up with Travis Kelsey and then she's gonna write a song about the Chiefs Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> And then, you know, Travis didn't pay for dinner and, and made her get her own cab, something like that. And then it's going to be like 25 million copies. And there you go. So that's what she's doing. Let's you, go to make it. Well, I was just going to say, did you have any thoughts on the NFC game real quick? 
Because I feel like we're going to talk had, about I, AFC. I, I, well, I hit a second hour. I'm going to get rid of I'm going to dump tail after this hour. All right. Let's go to Georgia. Make him welcome in, sir. Hello, guys. Thanks for taking my call. A couple of quick observations and questions. Yes, sir. <laughs> Corey, I think um, the Swifties have you outnumbered as far as number of prayers that want to see her. Maybe that's what it was, George. That might have been it. I think that uh, I think you're 100 percent right. I lost. Now getting back to the football part of it, about a month and a half or two months ago, you were talking about Brock Bowers, and that you know you would be put, you'd be hitting him every right. time he tried to come off the line reroute him, and do all that kind of stuff. Right. Why don't they do that with Kelsey? I mean, he's got a free run. He is strong, and he's got good body control, and he's got a good feel when somebody's covering how to block him out or shield him. Why don't they hit him right when he comes off the line or reroute him? I do not understand that. Please tell me That's, why they don't. George, great point. Great. This is one of the best points I've heard because we were taught and I know the rules have changed, but you have a five-yard window. I don't know if people understand that, that a defender can get their hands, not hold them, but you can jam them. You can what we call rerouting them. You have that window to put your hands, right, to take a a receiver out of the passing game. But unfortunately, the way defenses are taught now, the way these guys are playing now, and I've talked about Brock Bowles, any tight end of the game now, that what we call free release, meaning nobody's touching these guys. They're allowing receivers and or tight ends to free release down the football field. If you don't touch them, if you don't reroute them, if you don't what we used to call mug them, that's an old Bill Belichick thing, we, we mug them. I mean, we want to mug them at the line of scrimmage. Give them no room. It throws off timing. Everything, it hurts. But... But if you don't touch him, it's like playing 707, George. I mean, there's I, I no know, way. I don't, I don't get it. I, I, mean, I don't you're either. You're looking at a guy that's 6'5". He's got better body control, better strength, and he can shield the defend, defender. I mean, he, he can catch 25 passes. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I do not understand it. He's always going to get leverage. And like you say, hit him, throw him off the timing. I mean, they're going to. I mean, I don't know why they don't. It's a mystery to me. It is a mystery, and, and it's one of the things that I think should be talked about because where have that gone with defenses, right? What what, what happened to even at the wide receiver position, which when you spread them out, I get it, a little harder, but it, he plays more in the box. He's a why, right? He Oftentimes, they put him off the ball. They do move him around, and when you move him, it's harder when the guy's moving. I get all of that. But make them do that because if he's got to get behind the line of scrimmage and then hesitate, if there's any type of hesitation on those routes, it throws off the timing of the route. So I, I don't know. I, I think because the rules have stiffened so much, and if you even like, sneeze on a receiver or tight end, they're going to call pass interference. And I think that has deterred defenders from doing that. But but if you, as you said, I mean, it's just easy. It's just it's pitch and catch if you don't do it, especially with a, a you know, one of the best at all of all times in Patrick Mahomes not to not to be able to touch a, you know, a tight end. They complete it all day. You know, Christian, you know, you see um, a, a snippets of Alabama's practicing practices, and you always see Coach Saban reroute him, jam him. Right hand, left hand, jam him, reroute him. And, you know, we see all this going on, this practice, and, you know, there's no way when you give somebody a free run, 
and your your first step if you're a defensive back is to back up or, or go left or right that you can keep up with it. I mean, it, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I doing agree. What you're doing now, he caught 12 or 13 passes. So I don't understand what the downside is about trying to change it up a little bit. Yeah, and and I'm I'm even looking at like the recap from that game yesterday, and I'm I just watched the first at least three or four uh, catches by Travis Kelsey, and I don't think he was touched or rerouted on a single one of them. Right, so I don't know. No, I don't know. He was not. So yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. Those free releases, I think, are, it's almost like starting from behind. I mean, I will give him credit. He he really is just a very talented guy. I mean, he, he's going to make plays. Uh, but I think you got to do whatever you can to try to knock him off his, his routes or disrupt that, like my dad was saying. But, you know, you got to tip your hat to him and Mahomes. They've got something special. And that's, that's why, I mean, people sometimes forget about the tight end position in today's game. But if you have a lethal tight end, man, I'm telling you, that's oh. you know, it's, it's, it's dangerous. We saw that with Georgia with Brock Bowers, man. He, he really helped, uh, you know, accelerate that offense. So um, always, always nice to have a weapon like that. Yeah, 6'5", 6'6", versus 5'11", 6'6", 6'1". Oh, yeah. Like you say, I mean, you're giving them a free run, and you're always going to get a step on it. So if I'm going forward and you're having to go backwards, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get ahead of you. That's why so I kind of wish we used day. Amari Nyblack a little bit more this past season. Yeah. And I think that, that that's one guy I do think. Now, obviously, you know, from a maturity standpoint, I just, I, you know, I obviously think he could have, a little bit more mature, but you know, from a athleticism standpoint and, and just an ability standpoint, uh, that guy was a mismatch nightmare, and I think he definitely uh, would have played a big role, especially with this new offense. But it is what it is, man. I think we got some some really good pieces coming back, and uh, I'm excited to see what those guys can do. And, and Corey, uh, you know, yesterday or day before y'all were talking about what do we expect from Alabama next year. I'm expecting level one. I think that we got talent. I think that uh, we've already made the, or you all have, and everybody else has agreed with you. I think the coaching from the position coach on up, except for head coach, or maybe even the head coach, is going to be better next year. So I'm expecting great things, and I'm fired up. And, you know, I think everybody got down. You know, when you recruit these guys and they commit, you kind of fall in love with you with them. But then when they want to go, it kind of is upsetting. But I think that we're replenishing um, the cupboard, and I think we're going to got really good coaching, and I think we got really good talent. And uh, I'm excited for next year. I think we're I think we're going to compete, you know, with a national championship. Obviously, I'm a one. big Alabama fan from 1960 on, but um, I think hey. we're I'm fired up about it. Well, you got a guy killing the board that. Uh... Think everywhere he's everything he's touched, let's put it that way, have turned to gold. George, thank you, man. Appreciate your phone call. Great points. Great points. All right, we gotta hit the top of the hour break. We got one lady though before we get total football meathead that uh I think she's gonna defend Taylor Swift. I do want to hear what she has to say. Back in a moment. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. 
Here's Nick Cope. Coaching news in the NFL. Multiple reports say Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald and Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson will both interview with Washington and Seattle over the next couple of days. Also, CBS Sports reports the Rams interviewed former commanders coach Ron Rivera over the weekend for their defensive coordinator opening. Injury news in the NBA reports say Knicks forward Julius Randle is expected to miss multiple weeks with his injured right shoulder, but the thought is that Randle has avoided a major injury. ESPN reports there's optimism that Pacers guard Tyrese Halliburton will return to the floor Thursday night against the Celtics. No change at the top of the college basketball AP poll from a week ago. UConn and Purdue still 1-2. and two. Or shop at over 2,000 stores nationwide. Use the store locator to find the store closest to you. All pets are unique. Your pets results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Number two here on the Miller's Edge on a Monday, Tide 100.9, 1230, WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Corey Miller, Christian Noah hanging out with you. I believe Justin Jones. He might be on the way to the gym. I know he goes to the gym sometimes uh, about this time of the day. Um, he was getting on me early on before the show. Why did I question about him being at the gym? But I told him I saw him one time on Facebook Live with Christian right after the show or maybe before Facebook the show. Facebook Live? Or whatever. Man, FaceTime. I was on Facebook. Face- I, like, I don't go on Facebook FaceTime. Live. <laughs> that's what I'm old school. I, I do man. Facebook Live. I, well, that's <laughs> I do. I'm old school. Okay, I'm old school. But FaceTime, I saw him with that big oversized sweatshirt, and he had slides on. What man goes and works out a real workout? With wait, slides wait, wait, on? wait, wait, wait. What? You, he was wearing a hoodie. What's wrong yeah, with the hoodie? He had slides on on his feet. Okay, Science. and I mean, if if, if, if you're just going you and work- lifting, you know, like if you're just going and doing, you know, machine stuff, I mean, obviously, you know, from a safety standpoint, you, you probably want to wear some tennis shoes, right? But, I mean, let the no. man live. At least he's in the gym. Nick Saban, Nick Saban would not allow you to go in that, that, that workout facility with slides. From, a, a, from a safety standpoint, correct. No, no, because you're not going you – have, you have no plans to work hard. Yeah, boo this man, Noah. What are you talking about? Listen, if you're going to do an Olympic lifts, right, like power cleans and things like that, obviously you're not going to wear slides, right? The the, the, the gym. When I know I'm not going to work here, out here, right? I put my Crocs on. I wear my Crocs to the So what's gym. different from Crocs and, and slides? Nothing. I just you heard you missed what I said. I had no plans of working hard, period. But you, oh. but what about just machine stuff, right? So you're telling me you can't go do chest flies, chest press. Well, you're just gonna do like the corporate workout, you know. You're that's still that's a, that. a workout is a workout. Because you're gonna bench 300, 400. You're not having slides on where your foot gonna slip I, out. I, I, I've seen I've seen people in that gym wearing slides and and, and going over and doing you know free weight stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They ain't real workout. Quit hating on Justin Jones, man. Nine out of four. I love Justin Jones. All right, a lot of great conversation on our uh, YouTube Miller Times Extra on on the NFC AFC Championship games. NFC Championship game, real quick. You know, I thought the game was a very, very good game. 
I picked the Detroit Lions to win that game. I am a, a, a huge supporter of Dan Campbell. I think what he has done uh, for the Detroit Lions has been amazing in his third year to have them with the chance to win the NFC Championship and to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, so many Bama connections. They all actually played great football. Brian Branch, uh, you know, Williamson. You had Jamar Gibbs. He had the fumble, but he was he had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, I mean, so Sean Deion Hamilton, former linebacker, played with you, Christian, is, is a coach there. So I was pulling for them to win the game. But listen, you know what's going to happen. Today is going to be a day about Dan Campbell and those fourth down calls. You know, Dan Campbell was not out there running the routes. Dan Campbell didn't drop those footballs. Dan Campbell didn't fumble the football that led to touchdowns. Yeah, did he go for it on fourth down in the second half? Cup? Yes, but that's who the Detroit Lions have been all season long. The same thing that got them where they are. Right, the same thing that got them to win some big time, uh, big time games during regular season. He didn't change, and he said himself in his press conference that hey, he understood that because had those things worked, we would have been praising him like there's no tomorrow. But because they did not work, guess what? Now he's an idiot. Now he doesn't know what he's doing, and that's why I tweeted last night. All these former players that play ball that cover the NFL make me absolutely stinking sick. Because all they do, jump on the show, shut your off. Like, they have never done anything wrong or had a bad play or didn't play their best football. But yet, they want to sit up there and just belittle some of these athletes, which drives me crazy. I'm harsh. I'm hard. But I ain't stupid enough to know that, hey, listen, Lamar Jackson didn't play his best game. He would tell you that, right? But does that have anything to do with his MVP caliber year? Absolutely not. Dang, Absolutely you sound not. like me right now, almost like a no, voice of reason. No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm saying no, no. like, no, no, no. You, you kind of do because you're saying like, <laughs> oh, he, yeah, right. Like, look, oh, he played a bad game, but he had a great. So you sound like me. That's crazy. You, you said no, you no, finally no, no, started. No, no, no. You're, no, no. you're, you're, you're like a you, fence rider. I'm not a fence rider. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. I, that, that's not no. It's, it's about being critical, but in a respectful manner because you know, just like you said, like. On any given day, anybody can play bad. He didn't play a great game, and there also were other factors that I feel like a lot of people yeah, are dismissing. Yeah, but I'm just saying you can't just you can't use that to blame one guy like they do on TV and when they're not all these talking heads, these so-called pundits. My point is, yeah, he played bad. I've been telling you how he played bad by being by trying to do like please people, please uh, trying to please naysayers. Mm. That's what I said. Right? Why would you do that? Like, but listen. Detroit shouldn't have lost that lead. That's on the entire coaching staff. It's on the players because the players didn't make the plays they should have made. So they dropped those some, guys. I mean, Josh only, Reynolds at receiver. I mean, he, Reynolds dropped a couple dropped of them. And Jameer yeah. Gibbs fumbled a football. That was yeah. big. They scored a touchdown. Those things are huge in the game. They lost by three points. Listen, the 49ers, but kudos. But I'm going to flip the script and give them crazy credit. They got their butts kicked the first half. They did. Brock Purdy looked terrible the first half. But then he came back out like they did the first week against Green Bay. They made the adjustments. They made the adjustments defensively. They, I mean, San Francisco, it was like pitch and catch. It was like they they had no clue what to, how to stop Detroit. Mm. But the second half, that's why this game is beautiful, because you can make the right adjustments and not give up nothing. And that's what they did. Brock Purdy was phenomenal. C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey, phenomenal in what he did. But listen, anybody would tell you to win Super Bowls, 
you, to win national championships, you know this, you're going to need luck. You're going to need something crazy happen. I mean, that, that ball should have been intercepted by the Detroit defender. It goes right out of his hands. It hits his face mask, and IU catches the football. Mm. I mean, they had weird things happen in that game to win. That's just how it is. But they will tell you when you play hard and you work hard, put yourself in the right position, then good things normally will happen to you. And that's still part of it. So, uh, you know, I like that game. I kind of was hoping that Detroit have, would have won that ball game just because this has been an a, a organization, I'm telling you, I've played them numerous times. Barry Sanders was there. I mean, that basically said, I don't even want to play football because it was so bad. <laughs> I mean, this man ran 2,000-plus yards with a whole hump offensive line. And he just said, I, ain't, I don't care. I quit. Calvin Johnson, one of the best receivers, both Hall of Fame players. They quit. But I wanted them to win, and I like Dan Campbell, former New York Giant, Giant, by the way, played a few years in Detroit, but I thought that they would have a chance to sneak in that Super Bowl. I think it would have been great, minus Taylor Swift, and, uh, you know, getting her out, and then you get Lamar Jackson with a chance to win. You got the city of Detroit. To me, those were better storylines for the, the Super Bowl. But it is what it is. Uh, you got uh, the two teams there, San Francisco. And you got Kansas City. I mean, you can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes to be able to try to, what, four, year, four out of six years he's been there. I mean, unbelievable what he's done. And so I'll throw the question out there. Christian alluded to this first little bit in the first hour of the show. Do you put Patrick Mahomes next to Tom Brady? Is he better? Which guy? Which guy would you take? Would you take Mahomes? If you start the team, would you take Mahomes or would you take Tom Brady? At what point of Brady's career are we going to go with for this? What I'm just saying, who would you take? No matter. Like I, well, I mean, are we, start, are we talking 43-year-old Brady or are we talking? No, no, I'm talking about right at the beginning, either one. Who mm, you take? That's tough. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes because here's why. Despite all the Super Bowls that Tom Brady won, I can go back and say, hey, they won a Super Bowl because the defense was great. Tom mm. Brady, how many Super Bowls that he won that it was all about Tom Brady? I mean, no, I won't. I'm going go right now. The two that Patrick Mahomes won was all about Patrick Mahomes. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Pat Mahomes too myself just because I like his ability to extend plays with his legs, right? I'm not saying he's a Lamar Jackson, but he's able to move around and, and make those, those magician-type plays, right? Love Brady, right? I mean, it was when I got to play against him my rookie year, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But uh, Pat Mahomes, man, he's just special. And if I had to start a franchise, we're talking about we're starting, you know, from ground zero, probably would take Pat Mahomes myself. But, I, I mean, I wouldn't, like I said, I want to discredit Brady, right? I mean, because defense obviously was on his side. And the, the Patriots, they, they, they've had some really good defenses. Um if anything, I would take a, I'd take some credit from Bill Belichick at this point because <laughs> ever since Brady left, they haven't necessarily looked the same. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to hear what, hear what the listeners think on that. Are you going Pat Mahomes or Tom Brady? Now, I, I, again, like I said earlier, I'm not saying that Pat Mahomes is the greatest of all time <laughs> just yet. Not yet. Now, maybe after if, if no, he's he not the greatest Super Bowl, of all time maybe we yet, talk but, about it a little bit more, but I still wouldn't say. But to do what he has shit. done this early in his career is phenomenal. No, it is. And, and uh, you know, Tom Brady did play 20-plus years or whatever it was, 20 years. I mean, that's absolutely ludicrous. But if I'm starting a team, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. That dude 
is just phenomenal. I mean, yep. he is doing things that's like unheard of. And when you think even with the receivers this year, they counted them out, uh, dropping balls. He don't have the same receiving core. He don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. He don't have that. And he still is back in the Super Bowl. And um, I think that's a good question. All right, we're going to hit a quick timeout. When we come back, we got Ellis. We got others on the phone line, 205-342-9904. A lot of great conversation on the chat, I'm telling you, on YouTube. Extra, a lot of great things. I love just sitting here reading what they're saying on here. They are they are involved with this pro football thing. But, you know, I don't know who I'm going to pull for in this game. I, there's no way I can pull for San Francisco. I mean, uh, Kansas City. I, I thought you love my homeboy. That's your, that's your, it's your guy. Huh? I love my homeboy. I love Travis. I, lo- I think I love Kelsey. I love Andy Reid. He's probably the top three or four coaches to ever coach, in my opinion. Mm. But I cannot find myself because once I see Taylor Swift one time, fresh off the jet from Tokyo, it's gonna ruin it. They're gonna, it's gonna be bad vibes. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I pull for Debo Samuel for the game? Club? I'm not mad at that. They got Christian. Why wouldn't I pull for Javon Kenlaw, defensive tackle for the uh, 49ers, former Gamecock? Yeah. Why not pull for Mr. Irrelevant? Why not? So what is what I'm doing? Let's go. Charger Nation, stand tall. Stand up, Charger Nation. That's where I'm going, baby. That might change tomorrow. Charger? If... I mean, um, 49ers, excuse me. <laughs> Let's get the break, man. Back in a moment. I don't know who I'm pulling for, man. I'm sitting there thinking. I don't if you want to pay more, that's your business. If you want to save, that's our business. Tuscaloosa Hyundai, corner of Skyland and Hargrove. TuscaloosaHyundai.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, the high today 51, clear tonight with the low at 31. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the weather stays dry, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow 60, a bit cooler on Wednesday with a high at 54. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Let's go. Let's go, folks. Let's get this thing popping here. We still got 40 minutes to go here in the hour number two of the Corey, not Corey Miller show. I am all over the place today. The middle of the You think I should still play that song? Well, I, you know, I'm surprised. I, I was dancing. And I don't know if you can see me on the app. When you when you play music I like, I dance. You know, a saying that they have in Columbia basketball team, when they win, they dance. When Noah plays hopping music, popping music, I dance. And I not forget what I'm going to say. So, but welcome back to the Middle's Edge. Right here on the Tide, 100.9, AM, WTBC. A couple things, news notes here, because I didn't know if you knew this, but former offensive line coach Eric Wolford is uh, going back to Kentucky, the Bluegrass State, become the offensive line coach. Uh, going back where he uh, was at before coming yeah, to <laughs> Alabama. Uh, he's there. Uh, basketball news and notes, top 25. Well, you'll find the Crimson Tide now in the top 25 after they win this weekend. Of course, Auburn and then over LSU. So they 
are back. Senior Bowl is happening this week down in Mobile. A lot of good players, several uh, Crimson Tide players is there. And then one former Washington Husky is there, Michael Penix Jr. I read where he has some advice for the quarterbacks of Alabama, with Kalen DeBoer. We'll get to the Tide here this rest of this hour. We'll talk some Tide football for sure. What advice could he give? Let's just say Jalen Milrow working with Kalen DeBoer. We'll talk some uh, about that as well. I'm sure Kalen DeBoer will spend some time to go see his former quarterback, Michael Penix. A junior. Let's get to the phone. No, let's do this. Let's do a Wait, well, one, one more. Well, yeah, let's do that. I was going to say one more coach update. Uh, Joe Cox, who was the tight ends coach at Alabama this past season, has actually been hired uh, by Lane Kiffin. So he's now at Ole Miss. So that was another. Um, Y'all are sleeping on the Lane train, by the way. I don't know. I, two I starters think from Washington. I think they're building something nice over there. I hate to and, say it. And, you know, their transfer portal has been nothing but gold. So I think Ole Miss is going to be something to, to watch out for this this upcoming season. And, by the way, I want to talk about this before I get to these uh, the app message and the phone line to Ellis. It's the fact that everybody was saying that we're going to get the cornerback from Washington. Uh, now nah, he ended up going to Dan Lennon and Oregon. Was it Muhammad? The yeah, cornerback. Jamar Muhammad. Everybody was, yeah, Jamar Muhammad. Everybody was uh, very, very high on him. Uh, he said no to the Tide and yes to Dan Lanning and Oregon. So we'll get into some of that college football here after you, we do. You know what's... I was going to say real yeah. quick, though, speaking of cornerbacks, what's interesting, though, is Alabama actually finished with three five-star cornerbacks in the final on-three recruiting rankings. Uh, again, I, I don't know how they, they necessarily come up with their rankings or how it works, but technically Alabama has three five-stars incoming in this 2024 class. Um, for what that's worth, who knows? Mbakwe, um, he's won uh, – Mincy, I think, is the other than the third one. I can't remember who it is. But supposedly, yeah, now they have three five-star incoming cornerbacks. So you got to at least hope you got three guys coming in. At least one guy will pan out, at least early, right? But well, then again, you, you had did, three. Did you count the guy from Southern Cal? Did you say that? No, no, he's a transfer porter. I'm saying, like, just but he's a former five-star, right? Uh, I think he was a former. Yeah, so then technically you got four or five stars coming into the program. For what that's worth, I mean, again, rate, rankings and ratings are, are just that. Uh, we'll see how that ends up playing out. But you got to feel good about it, at least. I'm an odds person, right? So we got four guys that were five stars coming out of high school. At least one of them's got to actually live up to five-star potential, right? But then again, I, we did have two Hopefully. or three five-star outside linebackers come in. And I, I know we had the older guys playing, but you know what I mean? So we'll see if these guys are necessarily ready to play uh, early on. I, I can say that they will have uh, – a great amount of opportunities to, to get on the field, given that the secondary, you know, there's several positions that are open. So we'll see how this, this plays out, but that's something uh, worth noting. Also too, another uh, news note that Alabama did hire a, a former NC state player. Uh, Recruiting player director. director. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zatavis Sanders, maybe. I never heard of, him. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they, they were saying he had a lot of issues. I got to do my homework and look it up, which I will in just a moment. But uh, well, I, what I can same tell position you, that he had at NC State. Yeah, what I can tell you is just from looking him up is that he uh, – so he used to work in like like high school coaching in Georgia. And so I think he's got a lot of ties. I think it was Norcross, that high school. They, they've produced a lot of guys. Uh, probably so that maybe there was – maybe that was kind of looked at when, when they were hiring him. Which makes sense. I mean, Maybe. you want a high school guy that has those because we talk about relationships and the importance of relationships all the time. So I, I do like the mindset there of hiring a guy like that 
because let's just be real. Caitlin DeBoer does not know this area. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, yeah, people are going to like him. He may light up the room, as Josh talked about. You know, he's going to walk in there, and he's such a likable guy. Mm -hmm. But we know that it's more than that when it comes to uh, recruiting. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, that's uh, I, th we'll I, th I think, but that, if, if I think that's why that's smart to hire a guy like that with those right, so Georgia say. high school ties, um, knowing that you, you need people with those relationships. So, I think it's a good good move. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I, I haven't heard of him. I don't necessarily know much about him. But what I read, about him, but we will learn, and then everybody's going to say how such a he's such a home run hire. <laughs> I mean, that's going. Oh, he's amazing! Did you read that this, uh, that John Blow Blow played high school football for him in the '60s? He's a home run hire. That's what we're going to hear. Uh, one more. Alabama's tied for the most five stars four in the final on 324. That's what you were talking about. And uh, that's also the most in top 100. So, uh, so recruiting was not really hurt from that uh, standpoint for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Let's go to to the best reader of, uh, in Alabama, by the way, as we take messages from the Tide 100.9 app. It's absolutely free for you. And Noah Rogers is ready to roll. That's right. That's right. Uh, Noah Rogers reporting for duty. Uh, we got an app <laughs> message from KJ. Uh, in Atlanta, he says, he's talking about Courtney Morgan. Uh, he says, he's supposed to have connections, right? He didn't have connections to make Downs or Bond stay. If he doesn't land a Michigan player this spring, he's going to be uh, fire on the fired list watch. Dang, that fast, hey, Captain Morgan. <laughs> oh, 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 But, see, I know it. I know it. But let's just, be, let's just have an honest conversation. Oh, God. Buckle your seatbelts. Here we go. Nah. People, it's... Who do you believe? People out here preaching how great of a job Kalen DeBoer is doing on the recruiting trail. But the question is, is that really real? Because Ole Miss got two starters on the offensive line. We didn't get. We got the one center, which much needed. I give him credit for that. You got Austin Mack. I'm not giving you no credit for that. Because we don't need Austin Mack. I don't care what people talk about his upside, this, that. There's a reason Nick Saban didn't have Austin Matt. Nick Saban had Julian Sand, five-star number one overall rated quarterback. Let's just be honest. So I can't give him credit for the whole Austin Mack thing yet. That's incomplete because we don't even know. Don't Oh, but he's 6'6". Six, six. That's besides, I, I don't think those necessarily count as recruiting because, I mean, they, they came from his former program. Well, that too, but you got to play it. Okay. He came here because of Kalen DeBoer. Okay, then they say Ryan Wiz. Well, let's... Love Ryan Williams, and Ryan Williams, he's at the ball game. He's taking pictures. I do got to ask him about his nail polish, you know, which, which uh, salon he goes to. Um, but the thing is this, that's Nick Saban's guy. Are we really giving him credit for getting him to recommit? Is that Kalen DeBoer or is that Jamie Mosley? Is that... <laughs> The people he kept back that would spend numerous trips down there and time in Mobile, right? And getting him to believe in the program. Is that Nick Saban even still having some influence? My opinion. So I'm just saying, I don't think he's done enough yet to say he's doing a great job on a recruiting trip. I still think, you know, you got to give him time. I still too think early. you got to let him work. It's too early. And that's why I say incomplete. But then, you know, Muhammad said no. So the guys that Alabama really knew about and that wanted, we didn't get them. 
So I kind of agree with what KJ said. Well, Joe five three four two nine nine four. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I think for me it's too early. Now, I, I will say, though, I think it's probably too soon for for when I see people saying, like, lighten it up so far. I mean, I think that's, and you know me, I, I think that's being a little too generous just so far because, again, if you look at it, the, the three transfer portal guys, from they, they came from Washington. I don't count that, right, because they're coming from a former program. So I, I don't count that. Then Ryan Williams, I, I do give credit for uh, to, an, to an extent. Not fully because obviously we know, you know, he's from the state of Alabama, grew up Alabama guy. I mean, he was committed here. However, he very well could have chose Auburn still, right, when he opened things up. So you got to give credit to Coach DeBoer and his staff. Now, I do know I also want to give credit like you did, Jamie Mosley, you know, Denzel Duvall, Chap, all those guys who were going down there at boots on the ground, that stuff. But Ryan Williams also did say that he talks to Coach DeBoer and Coach Shep. Uh, I think he said daily. So that's really good to hear. I, I think Coach Shep, the wide receiver coach, I think he's going to do really well at recruiting. Uh, he just kind of gives me that that vibe of just good with relationships, you know, good with kids in this generation. Um, but I definitely respect Coach DeBoer's hustle. I mean, every day I'm seeing pictures of him, pictures of him on the road, different high schools. So he's doing the the necessary work. I, I definitely respect that. Uh, but I, I I do say I think it's it's too soon for people just to say like, oh, you know what I mean? Like oh, he's taking over this. He's like I've I've seen some headlines where I'm like, it's a little soon, guys, because. Technically, I don't think we've necessarily... Oh, the, the Noah Carter guy. Good football player, but again, he was committed to Washington. Anybody with the Washington ties, I, I'm not... Me, personally, just yeah. on my metric, I'm not counting that as a recruiting win just because they came from okay. Washington. Okay, let's give them all... We give them all. Let's... Austin Matt Carter, the center. Those are his guys already. Right, right, right. That's right. what I'm saying. So the only one that didn't have... Only commit so far... Who has he got that, that, doesn't that have, like Alabama that, didn't have? Would be Ryan Williams, who technically still is recruited. That's no, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. I know. Alabama I know. had Ryan Williams. I, I get that, but you still had to go and win him back over. But so that's why I said I give half a point. But we don't. Have, there's still. Not, I'm still waiting. Well, you got to get Willie some points for that. Big Willie, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Willie is taking over Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> they need to. Hi, they need to hire Willie. Uh, Greg Byrne needs to, to to hire Willie. Roll tight, Willie. He needs to hire him. That Man, dude, that dude is. Ghost Tia said. <laughs> At Pastor Payne Miller's edge, man, be quiet about Lane. Everybody didn't say we were getting Jabari either. A lot of people did say that. Go back. I got receipts. Don't make me go get them receipts, Tia. We wanted him, but nobody said he was coming here. But people thought it was automatic because Kalen DeBoer was coming here. That's all I'm saying. But we didn't get him. And you, Tia, you the one that was yelling, cussing him out, mad. You a mad girl. You a mad girl about Jabari. You wanted that boy. Well, we, we we have Junior Day coming up, I think, February 3rd. That that could be yeah. telling. We we might see the first commits, true commits, uh, to Coach DeBoer uh, in this new era. So that, that's what I, I would mean, keep, I want to see his dudes. I want, to see, I want to see his guys. Not Nick Saban guy. I want to see what kind of guy he's looking at. All right, quick time. Ellis, hold tight. You're next. Right up after this break. 205-342-9904. AM WTBC 100.9. We are the home of Alabama. Crimson Tide Sports. We'll be back in a moment. With Hunter Johnson, it's the Tide Basketball Post Game Show, brought to you by Pritchett Moore Insurance, Tuscaloosa's best choice for business and personal insurance for 90 years. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. It's not, I Noah Rogers got us falling in love again as he uh, hammered down that bumper music. The DJ. Boy, go tear mad with me. 
I don't know why she think this them two players because you and I talked about this. What's up? Oh, she was saying like they didn't What's play every game. They're not real stars. No, no, no. K- KJ said that he didn't think they played every game. Uh, no, Tia just said the same no. thing. For inferior, she said. Okay, so for for reference, how is how are you giving credit to Ole Miss uh, for inferior guards from Washington? They didn't even play every game. The center uh, is better, and we needed him. If DeBoer would have lost Ryan, he wouldn't get credit. Um, no, I mean the center was first and foremost. I mean, we we, we literally we gave him had, credit for that. Yeah, we yeah said no, no, that no, was no, a I, need. No, for sure, we I, gave him street cred for that too. Well, man, and, with you? my thing is though, honestly, maybe maybe he didn't recruit those those guards to come here. I mean, I look at it like this: well, you've got Tyler Booker and you've got Jaden Roberts, right? You you don't need but we didn't guards. need guards, right? We so the, guards, I, he right. probably wasn't going after them, if I had to guess. Now Jabbar Muhammad came on a visit here. That's what I'm saying. I don't, these guards never even visited here. The, the, uh, Jabbar Muhammad did. I know they wanted him. We had a need at the cornerback position. He's an experienced need. guy, a really good football player. Unfortunately, we didn't land him. But I also know with NIL in play, right, the, the, I'm just going to say this. I mean, I, I know people are, are offering that guy some money. I don't know how things worked out. I mean, but but it's it's, you know, it is what it is at this point. So. I think you just muted yourself, so I can't hear you if you're talking. But um. I did. I was saying, you know, they all, Alabama offered him money, but they it wasn't good enough money. But they you know, with Oregon. We're, we're still working on that side of things. I mean, because again, right. with, with Coach Saban, if people weren't familiar with this, you you had the ability to offer less money in NIL because of Coach Saban. You're selling people on the experience of playing and being coached by Nick Saban. Now that that's not necessarily a factor. Things are probably going to have to shift a little bit. You're probably going to have to invest a little bit more via, uh, you know, NIL and that stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, well, it's about the money. Bama's still not there with the NIL. No, but that's the thing, though. I think we have the money. We just don't pay it. I just don't think we pay. Well, what you gonna do with it? I mean, what are you gonna do, Bill Willis from three houses? Well, well, I mean, give yeah, up the money. I don't know. I'm not the treasurer. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I just I would imagine the University of Alabama, one of the most not not, not even one of the most. Probably the most prominent football program in the country with all the success that we've had. I mean, do you not remember how much – go look at all the articles about how much we've spent on resources, right? I mean, we literally we, – we, we've spent more in resources in terms of food and nutrition, our weight room, our staff. So we're – I don't know if you know this, but Coach, Davis, Coach Saban, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, was the one that started the whole analyst thing. We are we are the ones that started oh, having the former head coach. Like we well, had, Saban started we everything. probably had double the staff, double size staff compared to anybody else in the country. So that being said, I people mean, people complain, right? They complain. And I think I think I hate to say this, but I think that's one of the reasons Greg Byrne, now that Coach Saban's retired, is kind of doing. You know, look, because we've let go of a lot of people, and I get that there's a transition. But if, if I'm telling you right now, I don't know if people know, but Coach Saban had his hand in everything. People didn't fool with it. It was his. He ran it. It's not like that anywhere right, which, else. The, which, the athletic by the way, director somebody, runs everything. But here, right. Coach Saban ran everything. So it's it's different right which now. Be, which begs a question that someone asked on our YouTube extra, and I forget the name, apologize to you, that will Kalen DeBoer have total control over this football program like Nick Saban? And there's your answer. Absolutely not. Because Nick Saban got what Nick yeah, Saban Yeah, it was totally wanted. different, 100%. Kalen yeah. DeBoer cannot, and, and let's just be honest, he don't, he don't need to have it because you have to earn that. 17 years to do what Nick Saban done, you have earned the right to get what you want. When you tell him I need 25 analysts, you go get them 25 analysts. Right. And you create a budget for those analysts. They don't ask Kendall questions board, either. No. <laughs> Kevin the board don't have that right yet. Kevin the board is a good football coach. Kevin the board has, 
a good trajectory going forward, right? We believe that he can be a great football coach. But we don't know yet. Two years at Washington, and I ain't even counting the mother schools. I'm sorry. Y'all can count NAIA all you want to. I don't. That was good for that level. But when you're talking about Alabama, don't tell me about the wins there. I ain't trying to be disrespectful. Kudos to being there and doing what you did there, right? But when it comes to on this level, this is a whole nother game, baby. You have to elevate your game. And I'm not saying that he can't. I'm just saying for right now, today, November, whatever the day is, here on a Monday, I can't give him love there yet. I hope he does. I hope I can get up and eat all the crop. I hope I'm just, I'm like an old Rottweiler dog in a bowl of slop eating crow. That's what I hope. But right now today, I'm sorry. Until you prove it. It's easier to sit on here on this Twitter machine, this X machine, and type in, oh, we're going to be this, and we're going to do this. And that's easy. But when old Miss is standing in front of you in Georgia and and Wisconsin on the road, and they do, they dance and playing that song, jump around, and if you know until you get the dubs, then then you then pump your brakes. That's all we're saying. I'm saying. So listen, there's a lot of work to do for Alabama. Let's go to Ellis. I keep saying we're going, and then we get to talk. Ellis, my good friend, give us some Ellis love on the show today, please. We need it. How y'all doing this evening? Doing Beautiful. well, Ellis. How about you? Oh, doing just fine. Should have been with me yesterday on my walk yesterday. What happened? I seen about 15 or 20 turkeys. Dang. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not season yet, though. You didn't kill no, it's not season, but every time I go out there to that property walk, uh, that's, I see a lot of turkeys. So Wait a minute now. Do you, do you, do you, uh, do you walk packing? Uh, No. Hey, gum. I don't you know, even. I don't even know. Listen, man, you can't just if you're. He said that he's always on public, you know, property or whatever oh. it's called. You can't. <laughs> he you trying to get the man arrested? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You can't do that. No, man. this was. Uh, this is property I go on that uh, the man that I clean for. He's got like six to seven hundred acres of property. Oh, well, then uh, uh, that note then. Well, things might be a little yeah. bit different. Oh, that note, you could have you started blasting. No, it's not season yet, brother. You still can't just do whatever you want. Wait a minute. I can't kill something because they say it's not season. Season to me is if I see something that needs to be killed, and then I can make me some fried turkey legs, I can kill it. Yeah, and you're going to be in uh, jail season <laughs> or fine season. Ellis, like, woo. They don't, they, 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 don't, they don't play about that now. If you, you don't want to do no, that outside they don't the play season. They don't play like no. that. No. Oh, hold on. You end up in oh, a bad situation. You're telling me if you was on your walk, and I should have been on the walk with you because maybe my prayer about Taylor Swift, would, the Lord would have listened to me and answered me. Okay. You know? You know? But, but if I'm walking with you and I'm packing heat, right? I got my, my uh, Pasta Pain 9 millimeter. And I see a turkey. I'm carrying my meter just because I don't like outdoor. I'm not the outdoors person. I'm scared. Okay. Lena, well, we can't hear you. Lena. So can uh, I? Can I just like shoot a turkey? No. When it's not season, and I'm on somebody's property. 
Hell no. Dude, you, you, okay, maybe you mean somebody you know's property, because definitely be. Yeah, he said somebody he knew. Oh, well, you just said somebody's yeah, property. Yeah, you, you, I'd you say if you, was on that property, you, if you was on that property with me and you seen one and you want to shoot it, yeah. Yeah. Ellis, you, 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 yeah. Ellis, why would you say that on the live radio, brother? You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that outside said, of season. He said, I'm on, a, I'm on the man's it property. It don't matter why if you're I? on your own property. There is a season for stuff, dude. All right, here, how about y'all go do that? Y'all go illegally hunt, and, and I will gladly not bail either one of you out. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about that? Such a nice y'all, guy. Y'all, 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 can spend, y'all can spend all the time you want while y'all sit in jail because I told you don't shoot this, anything outside on. the season. Y'all are but trying to sit here and tell me. Y'all trying to sit uh, and tell me. Okay. Yes. If I'm at my I? house and no. a deer came in the backyard, was, was, you know, eat my grass that I don't want him to eat, and I blast him, I can't do that. I'm going to go to jail. I mean, probably won't necessarily go to jail, but you're going to get fined, yes. Now, well, it'll be just yeah. like me playing, paying for some venison meat, so what's the name? It's, uh, yeah. it's probably a lot more than just going to the store and buying some meat. You probably got four or five grocery trips for which you'll pay at least. Uh, but wasn't it, wasn't it an awesome weekend talking about something else? You know, Alabama won their basketball game, they and did. Auburn lost theirs. The booger eaters lost theirs. The, the booger eaters lost turned into two. I mean, losing yeah. to Alabama made them lose twice. Isn't that something? And and their uh, and our women's first ever women's hockey team there, Alabama, beat Auburn twenty to nothing in a ho- first ever mm-hmm. hockey match. Do they have enough players? To nothing. The, they have enough players on the floor. Twenty to nothing. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, twenty to nothing. You know, and each goal is one point. So that's each goal is one point. So you mean that's a they throttled them? Dang! Wait a minute. Uh, So when did Alabama get women's hockey? I've never heard of it. They just got it. It, It's their first. They said it's their first ever team, uh, uh, women hockey team. Oh, we got to get them on, Christian. Christian, that's your next assignment. Get the coach up. Uh, and where they have to go to play is in Pelham. I don't know where that is, but that's a, a Dabo's, uh, Dabo's backyard. He's from Pelham. Dabo got a hockey rink down there in his backyard. Yeah, well, that's where they—that's where the men and the women. That's where they had to go play at because we don't have one close by to Tuscaloosa. Hmm. But there you go. What's that forty-five-minute drive to the to the games? Yeah. Yeah, something like that, bro. Ain't that bad. I mean. Ellis, somebody said Hacker Music, who's on our YouTube Extra. I know you don't use the YouTube machine. He said, Oh, you yeah, can I apply do. For, oh, do you? Okay. He said, You can apply for a special permit if the turkeys are dominating your crops. Damaging. Damaging your crops. So I can get a special permit, he said. To lay one down. Yeah, to lay I one am down. So, to a, I am fixing to go to a place today. They don't serve nothing but wild game. I think I did. They used to have something like that here in Tuscaloosa. What's the, what's the name got, of and it? And I got the name of this one. Mm, I can't remember the name of it, but I just seen it. Uh, you have to let today. me know how it goes. I'm curious. To see oh, how I it will. Tastes, they yeah. got they got frog legs. Oh they wow! They got bison. They got wild boar. Uh, I have bison. With my uh, they got uh, gator bites. 
Dang. You know, so I think that's what I'm going to have. I'm going to have lizard bites. <laughs> there you go. Let, let us know how that goes. Wait a I minute. will. Did you say lizard? Did you said lizard? Lizard bite. That's what a gator is, a big old lizard, ain't it? <laughs> I see lizard at the house. I ain't scared of, but a gator I'm running from. Yeah, a little bit different there. Well, let's. We appreciate you, brother. We got to get to a break. We're uh, we're really running over, but let us know how the those gator bites taste. Hey, I'm coming to kill a turkey and pray for Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. I pray against Taylor Swift and shoot a wild turkey. All right, Ellis. Thank you, brother. One more thing before I go. If you need anything uh, to dress up nice, Alabama gear. Don't forget to go to Alumni Hall. There it is. We we need we need to get right. you plugged in. You need a uh, <laughs> checks in the mail. Ellis. Yeah, we need. We'll figure that one out. Ellis, we appreciate uh, you, know you brother. I, I, I'm gonna send you a lemon pepper. Right, roll tide. Roll tide, no, Ellis. Tide. With that, but wait. Well, he said he said it. I might as well go ahead and. If you guys need that officially licensed Alabama gear, huh. anything you can think of Alabama related, head on over to Lemonite Hall. They're in Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa. They've got hoodies, sweatshirts, jackets, polos, hats. Anything, and I mean anything Alabama-related, go check out Alumni Hall right now. Again, Alumni Hall in Midtown Village, or you can go to AlumniHall.com. If you're not local here, no problem. AlumniHall.com, we're the ultimate criminal. Or shop at over 2,000 stores nationwide. Use the store locator to find the store closest to you. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, the high today 51, clear tonight with the low at 31. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the weather stays dry, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow 60, a bit cooler on Wednesday with a high at 54. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Hit it again, and this time I'ma make you scream. Yeah, man, I see you over there, so hypnotic, thinking about what I do. To I'm into the stage at halftime of Super Bowl. Baby, Taylor Swift joins Usher. Oh, baby, baby, they're gonna kick it like it's kicking chicken, like a turkey wing on Ellis's nature walk. <laughs> All right. Final segment of the program. By the you way, you, stop you, that need, you need a shotgun for turkey, not a, not a pistol. No, I mean, I'm I sure you, you try well, that it, nine. I can get rid of. I can get rid of. Hey, right, don't forget James about my Bond. good friends. I'm up in, in Easley, South Carolina today with my good friends Scott and Susan R S H Decor. Check them out because you want it's getting ready to be springtime just right around the corner. You want to get that outdoor right. You know me, I want that outdoor kitchen. I want my out, outdoor lounge furniture for you to sit back. Got my TV out there. I know if you like me, you like being outside, and you want your furniture tight, you want that fit right, rshdecor.com. Go online and check them out, and they can do all customized stuff for you. You like us, you want Gamecock logo, welcome home, you know, forever to thee. They get that stuff done for you. A lot of pillows, not just for outside, but also indoors you got a vacation home like i do down at the beach you got you want people to be nice on the couch like i'm sitting on it right now right they're going to do it for you it's rshdecor.com check them out tell me what you think they want some alabama stuff we're going to have some something to tease you a little bit about the crimson tide so check rshdecor.com 
All right, been a great show. We've been all over the place. <laughs> I, I let you hear my prayer yesterday at the church. Um, didn't, didn't didn't get answered the way I wanted to. I did not want Kansas City to the Super Bowl. Did not want Taylor Swift to have to get on a private plane and fly from Tokyo Saturday into uh, Las Vegas on Sunday, but that she will do. Um, but it should be fun. We're going to be talking a lot about this this matchup because I think it's very intriguing from Patrick Mahomes to Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, should be a lot of great things there. Appreciate Willie Beeman. So shout out to Corey and Christian and the Middle's Edge, Road Tide Roll. And uh, appreciate all you good folks that uh, hang tight with us here on the YouTube Edge Extra. Uh, we'll get more into Bama on tomorrow. Um, I got some questions, start looking at some position battles and things like that. Uh, we'll start talking about where they are heading into spring. I know uh, we'll talk, get Christian, what it means to offseason working out and how big is that for the Tide. Um, you know, there's a lot of very interesting things, Christian, that we didn't talk about, but who's left on the roster? What can they bring to this team? I know we're going to be waiting to see what happens uh, after the spring game. More guys are going to leave probably, and um, we can expect that, but that portal is going to be open up. So we're going to expand our thinking with the Tide's roster going forward uh, with uh, the Tide and see what they need to get and that type of thing. So looking forward to this week. Should be a fun week. Yeah, no, it will. And again, that, that big junior day that's coming up February 3rd, this Saturday, I believe, will be Coach DeBoer's first junior day um, with him and his new staff here at, at Alabama. So we'll see kind of what comes of that. I'm hearing some big names are, are going to be on campus for that. Maybe we'll come up with their first, again, when I say first true commitment, I just mean like the first new commitment of this new staff um, that doesn't have any Washington ties or was a previous commit. So we'll, we'll see. That's something excited to look for. Um, so we'll talk about that as well. Uh, but again, Hack of Music said he enjoyed the show. Now he can go try to do something productive. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So, love these folks, man. All right, you want to take us out? You want me to take us out? Yeah, I'll, get, I'll take us out real quick. We appreciate everybody over on our YouTube stream at the Miller's Edge on YouTube. If you haven't already, make sure you check us out there and subscribe. If you're listening in on the Tide 100.9 app, thank you very much. Or FM, we appreciate all you guys for all your support. It's been a fun one. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9, 1230 AM WTVC, the home of Alabama sports. Again, this show is presented by the Good Feet Store, America's art support experts. 